Hey, David. What's up? Did you know we pay the laziness tax now? What's the laziness tax? So, you know those apps like Stuber and Ordash and uh, the other one, Lip the Dishes? No free <laughs> advertising here. Yeah. When you order them. on them now, like we ordered subs last week. We were just feeling down. We we're like, oh, let's just order some food. No big deal. It's so much more expensive to have somebody drive the 10 minutes to go get your food and that you wait for like 40 minutes for anyways. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not in a hurry and stuff and stuff and you're like, oh, yeah, we'll just get the food delivered. It's just it's so insanely expensive now. And then they like suggest tips and there's courier costs like I don't know about you, but I'm tired of using those food services. Yeah, you could just go get your f- food yourself. Yeah, but what's, uh, it, what's it like in uh, in in your your home and native land now? We Is don't it... have any of that stuff, so we have to go get our food ourselves. <laughs> you have to drive fifteen minutes to go get your pizza. <laughs> Not even; it's like four minutes. But uh, you know what is also great about. Uh, not having to spend five minutes to or 15 minutes to get our food. Another thing that doesn't have tips and won't ask for tips. You know what that is? What's that? This episode of the Seed on Screen podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Seed on Screen podcast with your host, Sean and David. Happy Moon Night week, everyone. Hope you're having just a stellar week and everything is just going better than Chris Rock's week, I guess. It's been a, it's been an interesting few days, eh, David? Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff has happened that yeah. <laughs> we didn't even re- really know was happening. Yeah, you know what? It's it's kind of a, a somber start to the week, though. Um it it was uh like I forgot to mention it while we were like I I wanted to load up like a, an audio clip, but Taylor uh, Hawkins died from the Foo Fighters, and that's like that was crazy to find out he was like fifty two years old. Yeah, that like all, all that just kind of came out of nowhere too. And I know that uh, I really recently read that Foo Fighters have canceled all of their future tour dates. Yeah, it's um. It's kind of crazy. Like I, I know I've been listening. I listen to the Foo Fighters on a fairly regular basis, so like they're in my rotation. Mm-hmm. But it's just like different now. <laughs> and I always wanted to see them live, and I never had the opportunity. Like I, I just never took the opportunity, and now I will not see that iteration of the Foo Fighters. Um, there's a version of oh, I can't remember what Queen song they cover. But they're at a concert and Dave Grohl's like, oh, Taylor will sing this. And he's like, Dave Grohl's like, yeah, Taylor's the best drummer in the world. And then Taylor gets up there and he's just like, he only says that because he's actually the best drummer in the world. And I play for him. And it was like a really like surreal moment. And it's kind of crazy. But mm. rest in peace, man. That's yeah. uh, like a lot of people love the Foo Fighters. I know uh, we constantly quote the aim for the bushes from the other guys, which is to their song. There goes my hero. But that's yeah. hold on, that's Foo Fighters. Yeah, man. I thought that was Aerosmith. No, you can't do this right now. <laughs> you're, 
you can't do this to me right now because the lead singer of Aerosmith is Michael Keaton. No, it isn't. Are you sure? Or is he yeah. Yeah, the, the lead singer of John Bon Jovi? No, that's... Anyways, can we talk about uh, your your problem with ordering food? Sure. Absolutely, we can. <laughs> because you, still, I, you want to drag this one out? Sure, I like it. I'm, I'm concerned. So... It's funny because you know very well when you are using these uh, these food ordering services that you are going to pay significantly more for um, the food that you're buying. Yeah, and you know what? I should know better, but when you're lazy, sometimes it, does, it doesn't matter. But when you look at your credit card statement, you're like, what the fuck did I spend $45 on? So, so before you order off one of those services, it's kind of like, you know, they say if uh, if... It, well, it's been a while since, you know, any of us have to deal with this, but they always say if you're going to make a bad decision, like if like you're, you're you're thinking of like calling your ex or something like that, right? Don't do it before. Don't do it after 2 a.m. <laughs> no. Uh, rub one out before you do that. <laughs> Get in a clear mind. Oh you need to God. do the equivalent for when you're going to order off of one of those services. You need to have like uh, an emergency thing of like mini bags of chips or cookies or something like that have a snack and then you won't be so hungry to the point where you're like oh man i just want to eat something right now and i want someone to bring it to me so the problem is like we wanted firehouse but we didn't want to go to firehouse but That's... the <laughs> like 15 dollars difference from us going there and us not going there Right. Yeah. So back when we lived, uh, you know, in the the south, <laughs> I can say that now. The deep south. <laughs> the deep south. Um, we would every so often be like, you know what? I want sushi, but I don't want to go pick it up, or we'll just like order it, or whatever it may be. And then we'll go through and we'll have the whole order thing set up there, and then we just look at the service fees and how it would be so much cheaper for us to just order it online and pick it up ourselves. And then usually we do because we get it faster and we even with the cost of gas, it would it was still cheaper than uh, ordering it online. And like I said, every I don't even think that they have any like anything like that here. I could order delivery from Domino's and Pizza Hut. But that's like their own delivery service. Straight up right? ball or move right there. Right, but the same the thing is, is like Pizza Hut and Domino's are literally a five minute drive from my house, probably even less. Um, and then I don't have to wait for someone to come and deliver my pizza, and I can get it faster. I don't know, man. Okay. Just so now, now I feel shamed, and I want pizza. <laughs> when you come up here, we'll order pizza. Yeah. We'll have a little that, that'll be it. It'd be like, yeah, we're going to we're going to Kenora for pizza. <laughs> Domino's. Not even a local joint. It's Domino's pizza or Honestly, bus. I don't even know if there is a local like, pizza place. Like here. a good white box pizza place? I don't think so. I haven't found one at least. There's a Domino's, there's a Boston Pizza, there's a Pizza Hut, and there's a little Caesars. Well, in all fairness, you did just discover last week that you had a sidewalk in front of your house. This is true. So, so now you see, actually, you have some <laughs> there, there is a thing. There is a burger place called Bob's Burgers here. Sign me up. 
yeah we uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think it's anything like the cartoon but hey we'll we'll go there a little birdie told me that uh there might be some happenings in november maybe taking place at casa de david <laughs> i love it uh yeah you know let's make this happen november is pretty pretty far out but uh it's called what is the actual event called it's called it's a 24-hour gaming relay right it's the um yeah it's the uh shit now i'm having a huge brain fart um for light for something something like that my god my brain this was a great topic guys everyone does this every year um they they say something and completely forget (laughs) no no it is called extra life extra life that's it yeah. November 5th, 2022. It's a Saturday. Uh, for people who don't know what this is, it is a uh, to raise it is a charity fundraiser where people play video games. They stream them. There's a 24-hour marathon and uh, people raise money and it gets donated to uh, children's hospitals and other medical like children's charities uh, throughout Canada and the United States, I guess as well. So yeah, we're uh, we're thinking this year we're going to get right we're, in there. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do our best. We're gonna try. We're gonna build a little team. Maybe we'll uh, we'll travel with our good pal Owen. He'll make he'll make the drive a hell of a lot easier. And uh, sure we'll you, take you guys a, we'll, could fly up. It would be cheaper. Yeah, but we'll take our board games. We'll bring some consoles. We'll make a whole thing of it. Yeah, we got, we got time to plan this, but uh, I think I think. Uh, that's like, I don't know. That'd be pretty exciting if we can make yeah, this happen. It'd be a really cool thing. So, stay tuned. If you're interested in helping us out, send us a message. Maybe we can uh, we can start getting something going. Mm-hmm. And they just say you have to be streaming for 24 hours, so we could possibly use another channel and switch back and forth. Yeah, and it is it is a possibility. Yeah, we could. Uh, the world is our oyster. Yeah, it's like a clam bake, but with oysters. Uh, yeah. So you know, we got you, lots to talk about today. Yeah, I was going to say, what? you know what rhymes with oysters? The Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> so the Oscars happened, and did anyone uh, know that the Oscars were happening? Other than all these like rich and famous people, I honestly forgot. And you know, the funny part about it is, like, I reached out to our good friend Denang, um over at the details, and we were talking a few weeks ago about doing something for the Oscars. And then I thought the Oscars were at the end of March. And I realized the other day it's the end of March. So it kind of got away from me. I forgot about it. And the only reason I knew the Oscars were that night was because of the incident. The incident. I just. Okay. So long story short, you guys have all heard about this. It is Friday. This has been cooking for five days. The internet remains undefeated. The memes, hilarious. The the TikToks, great. Um, I've seen so many that have been deleted. Uh, my personal favorite one was the Pokemon match where um, Chris Rock used flail. But essentially what happened is Chris Rock read a joke off a tele- teleprompter saying that um, Will Smith's wife, Jada Pickett Smith, um, looked good with the shaved head and he was really excited for GI Jane too. Will Smith laughed. The whole crowd laughed. Everybody laughed except Jada. She rolled Jada her looked, eyes. Jada looked at Will. 
Nobody knows what happened because you can't see it. And then Will walks up onto the stage. Chris Rock's like, uh-oh. And then Will Smith actually smacks him. And yeah, full-on bitch slaps him. Yeah. Or like, like it looked like it was a bit until you actually watch the version from I think it was Australia or Japan that actually has it uncut. There's been a few uncensored, uncut ones that I I've seen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was like it was it was crazy. It was violent because you don't expect that at an award show unless it's like Kanye West taking something away from Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. No real reason for it. And my mindset is, okay, like, sure. If he had no idea that Jada had alopecia, great. Cool. Mistakes happen. But a writer wrote that joke, and he delivered that joke. He didn't rehearse the joke, according to the investigation from the Oscars. Uh, And all the people involved. And the guy claiming the joke thinks it's hilarious. I mean, I don't think it was a, a terrible joke, because I didn't even know she had alopecia until I learned about it. Right. But... My thing was, and like I've argued this a lot, so if you have a comedian present or host an award show and you're sitting in the crowd, you're fair season, man. That's the whole idea of having a comedian because these shows suck. They are boring. Yeah. Hold on. Did you mean to say fair game? What did I say? Fair oh, se- I meant fair season. O- open season. <laughs> oh, open season. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Um, I know it, the whole thing is just, it's, it's kind of surreal, right? Like I only heard about this whole thing because I saw a post on Reddit saying, uh, a picture of Will Smith's and his wife's, uh, PR team talking to them. And people are like, what the hell? Like, what is this about? And so I was like, yeah, it's from the Oscars. It literally just happened. (laughs) Most of the comments that I saw after that was like, wait, the Oscars were going on. I saw this and it's, it's just ridiculous. And I know like it's been well, we're talking about right now, it's been the main topic of conversation for the last week, but it's like beating a dead zebra. I know. See, because uh, <laughs> he played a zebra. Yeah. I actually saw someone uh changed him to change it so that he was the zebra and uh Will Smith was like the the, the gold, fish. The fish thing, yeah. yeah. Um but this kind of brings up a whole lot more issues at hand. If it was anyone else, they probably would have been escorted out or arrested or whatnot, right? If it was any other comedian, like if it was a girl up there, I don't think he would have done anything, right? Um, if if uh, it was a white comedian up there and this happened, then it would turn into this whole racial thing for sure. If it was the other way around, it would still be a racial thing. Um there was a video that was posted online from way back. Um, I don't remember exactly. It was from some other comedy show. Will Smith essentially made the exact same type of joke to someone else with the same condition of his wife. Uh, the, the, the comment was something about like how he has to uh, polish his head every day or something like that. And then some people were like, oh, like in the audience. And he's like, it's just a joke, man. Come on. Like the exact same joke, essentially. Making fun or poking fun at someone with the exact same condition that he knew about at that time. Um, And I didn't really like Will Smith to begin with. 
uh like some of his movies were fine like he was fine in um in men in black but i feel like the men in black series is more than just will smith i think what men in black was one of his first big hollywood films wasn't it yeah like that wild wild west yeah um so i think that's where he got a lot of his his more recent fame and you know things like uh i am legend and whatnot but I never really, I always thought like there was something about this guy. He always seemed kind of like an asshole. And this just solidified that opinion in my mind that he is an entitled asshole. Now, granted, there is a lot of stuff, drama that goes on between him and his wife. Apparently they're in a, an open relationship and only she is. Um, That's, That's the word out there. Yeah. Uh, there's been other stuff, you know, just, how she is essentially uh, a sexual predator almost. Um, And I'm just going based off of like things that I've read and, and other stories, but their relationship itself is not the healthiest. And the reaction that we saw from Will Smith during that joke, where he went from laughing to completely snapped. And it's like, who's controlling who in that relationship? Um, and, and is he mentally okay? Yeah, it it did seem a little off. Um, and you know what? I, I, I used to like a lot of what Will Smith did. Like some of his movies were average. I think he's just like a richer or not maybe a richer version, but he's just another version of the rock. Like it's mm-hmm. quantity, it's qual- or quantity over quality. Like I like and the it- bad boys movies, but the third movie sucked. And if you look at, yeah, the third movie was not very good. But if you look at a lot of the movies that he's in, minus I Am Legend, he's acting with another, he, he's in the movie with another um, big name actor, well, right? Yeah. So it's it's not all him. So he, it, it's almost as if those movies are great and he's only a, a small part of it, right? Like, look at... Uh, what was the the most recent Men in Black where they they changed the actors altogether, right? It didn't have the best reviews and it wasn't very well received. And I think the actors overall, what made is what made the original trilogy so good for that movie. Um, what's his name? Um, who played the other guy? Who played Zed or whatever? In in which movie? In in, in uh, Men in Black. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Right, like he's such a good actor, and I think his it was the the uh, relationship that those two characters had that made that movie so good. It wasn't that Will Smith is a phenomenal actor. Um, if anything, I would say Tommy Tommy Lee Jones has a better acting career than Will Smith does. But when what really pisses me off about this whole ordeal is that one, they did not remove him from the venue, right? He, two, he won? He, well, he assaulted someone in front of you know 20 million people watching. Uh, and he was allowed to remain there. Two, they still gave him the award. Now, granted, the Oscars probably have more secrecy than 
<laughs> the White House does, right? Like no, absolutely nobody knows who uh, is winning these awards. I know, but still. No, no, I'm just trying to be Trump. <laughs> uh, but there, they are. There is like a huge amount of secrecy behind that, so people didn't know that he was going to win. But the fact that it was still an option. Um, like they could have announced that he won it and be like, well, due to that, he won't be able to actually accept the award. Um, but yeah, he won it. No, they allowed him to stay there and they gave him a standing ovation. And then he gave some like weird emotional speech about being a vessel for love and doing God's work and shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. If it was anyone else, if it was any other situation, you know, people would have been removed from the venue. People would have been charged. Chris Rock did say that he wasn't going to press charges with him, but I did see the state a still can. Sorry, the state still can though. What do you mean the states? No, the state, like where uh, the Oscars are held in California, right? Yeah. So the state of California could still press charges on Will Smith for battery and assault. Oh, really? I hope they do. Um, I, I watched. Hope, I, I hope he loses the Oscar. Mainly because I, I think it's like, what what's the precedent? Right, and and I was I was uh, talking to she who shall not be named about this, and I was saying like the Oscars need to be more like these awards need to be more than just oh you're the best actor, like they need to represent you are the best of the best, right? Like you bring yourself and you rise above the others in this industry and stuff like that, and it shouldn't just include your acting ability or your ability to direct something. It should also include how you present yourself in your personal life, because that's what these awards are about, right? Like yeah. being the creme de la creme, you know, yeah, the, the creme de la crap. <laughs> and I, uh, at work every morning they watch the view. It's so annoying, but anyways, so Whoopi Goldberg's on that. And uh, I think she was part of or is part of or has something to do with the Oscar committee. And uh, there was conversations about how they should re- remove his Oscar award. And she's like, no, they won't do that. And they shouldn't do that. He deserves it just even though he you know, assaulted someone. It's like, well, Isn't then she I also guarantee- being sued by that that Kyle Rottenhouse kid for saying that he's a murderer. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but then this whole thing is just doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. Um, and after that, it's just like, I granted the jokes are hilarious. Uh, I did send one to you guys in our, our group chat. It was, uh, a star Wars one. <laughs> Dude, some of the star Wars Wars ones have been fantastic. Right. Want to hear the best thing I, fa- I found. It's like, it's pretty fire. I got a sound clip. Okay, play it. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of it. Don't mention alopecia or I will beat you up in the theater. Fuck it up at the Oscars. Give it y'all scars if you talk that blah, blah. Wow, dude. Talking shit about my wife. Gonna end up in a fight and I'll stab you with a knife. That's right. Wow. If you mention that Fresh Prince Queen, I'll punch you with a cheek just so everyone can see. Okay. That nobody fucks with me unless they fuck my wife. That's okay with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's golden. The internet is undefeated. Uh, Speaking 
And, no, and you know, you you remember a while ago, like the uh, the YouTube rewind that they would do, and the first one was like Will Smith. He's like, "Oh yeah, here it is. It looks so good." And he goes and looks into the uh, binoculars. Yeah. Someone cut that, and then it cuts to the video of him smacking Chris Rock. The it's this is, might be the most memeable thing we've ever experienced. Period. Yeah, and and the Chris thing Rock is, said is, it best. It, it, history was made. Yeah, um, I I saw a interview with uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, they were talking about what is that movie Sonic the Hedgehog two, but they did mention you know what what's your thoughts on this whole scenario and and he summed it up very well, saying that it was essentially a disgrace. They have turned the Oscars into being like it essentially they were, you know, they are the, the, this elite group of people and they've ruined that because of this, this whole thing. I'm going to see if I can find that. Uh, yeah. He said uh, Hollywood was spineless, spineless. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's, and it just now what's his name? Uh, who was I just talking about? Jim, um, Jim Carrey, you know, he's Jimothy Carrey. Jimothy Carrey. He said some pretty crazy things in his time. Um, but he is he is uh spot on for this one. And I think this whole thing is gonna change, and I hope it does. I hope it changes the opinions and the views of the Oscars because all it is, it's it's just the rich kids party. Right. It's all these rich people just coming and jerking each other off and giving each other uh, uh, an award for movies and stuff like that. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, we love talking about movies and this is a big part of what our sh- our podcast is about. But in 2022, when someone can go up and assault someone in public and in a during an event that is considered one of the I don't know I guess the Oscars was always one of like the biggest award shows ever right it's the crown jewel of awards right they have managed to just essentially tarnish the whole name of the Oscars because now it's just a gong show like it's what's going to happen next year right like if it was Ricky Jarvis remember when what was he uh, hosting he was trying to get fired from the Emmys the Emmys, right? And he was just going off on everyone. And didn't he get fired? And then he hosted like another award show or something. I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly. I don't like remember was, the fir- the whole thing. There was like a bunch of drama behind that. But the thing is, is he made worse jokes and like really, really went in on people. And he made jokes about like pretty much everyone there being partying on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's island and <laughs> essentially calling everyone pedophiles there, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the famous people were really upset about it, but all of us lowly peasants, you know, we loved it because one person is telling it as it is, like how we see it and calling out these people. But now we have one of these people in all of their glory go up and do something completely out of character 
it seems, or or like I guess out of character for the for the event, and they're just all looking the other way, as if it didn't happen, right? And now, obviously, it is a topic of, of conversation. It'll be interesting to see how the Oscar committee, what they eventually do to deal with this, if they do anything. Probably a slap uh, on the wrist because will be. they're a bunch of cowards. But. Well, and and Will Smith posted on his Twitter an apology. It was like, yeah, guess what? His PR rep probably wrote that. It was such a bogus apology, too. Right. But and he well, never said he never said Chris Rock. He just said Chris. You know, it was like that's so been generic. Evans, could have been Pine. <laughs> yeah, it could have been Chris down the street from my house. So instead of talking about the Oscars because we're mad at them, let's talk about the real award show that happened last week. The Golden Raspberries. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Because as I said to you months ago, the worst movie I saw all last year was fucking Space Jam. And LeBron James, who has who claims he's better than Michael Jordan for everything, couldn't even get that right. Worst actor of the year, LeBron James. Good job, man. You suck. <laughs> we need like some sort of we need some a um like some sort of applause or something like that oh i guess it's the razzies so it would be this one yeah <laughs> I, I love this so um worst supporting actor jared leto house of gucci worst screen combo lebron james and any warner brothers cartoon character <laughs> that's funny he couldn't even act with nobody here's the one thing that i found interesting Will Smith won the uh, the Razzie Redeemer Award for King Richard, so huh. he he won even a redeeming quality award, and then he's like, "Nah, I got to smack the shit out of somebody." Um, yeah. Worst prequel and remake, ripoff or sequel, Space Jam won again. Whew. And like those movies sucked. Karen, Tom and Jerry, The Woman in the Window. Man, it was a uh, it was a rough one. Now, uh, one yeah. One thing that really interests that stood out, um, this one worst performance by Bruce Willis. Oh no! In the twenty twenty one movie. Come on, man! You can't make fun of people who are sick. We just learned this at the Oscars. Well, so it's that's why I'm talking about this. So this is an actual. <laughs> this is an actual. Um, what's what is this even called? Category. It's a category. Yeah, uh, because Bruce Willis is known to do a ton of these like I don't know not even B movies just like I don't know I feel like they're like made for TV movies he's in so many things um he was also known to like he'll do these movies and do all of his shots in one week and get paid millions of dollars but it actually just came to light that Bruce Willis will be retiring from acting that's did you, uh, did you hear it's, this it's- it's kind of a loss. It's um, like I, Bruce Willis is always going to be John McClane in a few other movies. But yeah, didn't he play I did Batman? hear about it. Sorry. Didn't he play Batman? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> we all know that's uh, Michael Keaton. Michael uh, Keaton, only Michael Keaton. Yeah. So Bruce Willis was diagnosed with aphasia, which is uh, different than the bald di- the, the bald thing. Um, <laughs> it's essentially a. Uh, it's a disorder or I don't really know if you can call it a, a disease, but maybe uh, it's a diagnosis of essentially being 
able to remember words and sentences and stuff like that. Um, generally caused by damage to apparently the left side of the brain. So Bruce Willis has decided to retire. I guess uh, there's been lots of reports that he has been having more difficulty um, just remembering lines and, and stuff from when he's filming. That's too bad. Um, it says the most common cause of aphasia is brain damage from a stroke, though it can arise from the result of a head injury, brain tumor, infection, or de- degenerative degenerative disease like Alzheimer's. Um, there's no information about uh, what is the cause of it, but it could be one of many things. Uh, but yeah, like I think. Honestly, his golden days of action films has set, you know, back from Die Hard to Sixth Sense to, I don't know, Batman Begins. (laughs) It's just unfortunate because uh, he was he was also in uh, what was it? The Expendables, right? Like those movies filled with these action stars. And this is just kind of like a reminder that like these these action stars that we grew up watching, like they're all getting old. Like he's 67 years old. Yeah. Right. Like Will Smith himself is 50 or something like that. And he's still growing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we're going to get to the point where all of our childhood action stars, they're going to be getting older and sicker and unable to do the things that they love to do that we love them to do i always like it's 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 surreal to think about but like do you remember sitting with your parents watching tv and the news and be like a celebrity died and they'd be like oh that's like really sucks like that was somebody i really liked watching Mm -hmm. or something and now it's it's our turn like we're going through that right now yeah like even with the news that we shared at the top right the Foo Fighters is such a huge part of our age groups, like music. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. And I I think us growing up, like our generation, we were, we saw like the change of so many, like we saw the evolution of a lot of music, right? I think more so than our parents did because a lot of the stuff, like it was, like rock and roll did change a lot, but like when we were in high school, that's when a lot of rock and stuff like that turned into, you know, the punk rock and the emo stuff and screamo and metals and all that stuff. And it, and it, it slowly has progressed from there. And then we got all of this stuff, but I remember like, there's so many bands that I listened to in high school and still listen to nowadays that when I see them now, it's like, Oh shit. They're like, 50 (laughs) it's like holy shit right like all of these things that we grew up with they're eventually going to change and and go away right Mm -hmm. i'm i'm amazed that uh like i'm a huge arnold schwarzenegger and sylvester stallone fan you know like i love the rocky movies and rambo and terminator and you know all of those like 80s and 90s and early 2000 action films like any new Schwarzenegger or Stallone movie, I will go and see. Um, <laughs> Adrian. Adrian. Um, but 
I think out of, and I'm not like huge into caring about like celebrities and stuff like that, even though we do talk about them. Uh, but I will be very disappointed or upset when either of them completely decide to stop doing films. I think Schwarzenegger has kind of stopped as more so uh, than Stallone. Cause I know that Stallone just finished filming a, a new f- a new film, which I'm excited to see. I don't know what it's called, but I just, I follow him on Instagram. So I know that he's still doing a lot of stuff. Um, He's very active in Hollywood and, and still doing those action flicks. But, you know, I grew up watching those movies, you know, the Rocky movie. I will, I will watch all the Rocky movies like anytime. Right. So it's like star Wars with fists. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. Um, but with better montages. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting to the point where our favorite actors are getting older and, you know, maybe, maybe this whole event with Will Smith stems a little deeper and into, you know, mental health territory, right? Which who knows? Like somehow we're back on Will Smith. (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying like, we're seeing all of these things happening from these actors that we didn't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like in the next while we're going to start seeing or hearing about issues and things happening more for these actors that we grew up on or grew up with. And it's just kind of, I don't know, this is what's, is this what it's like to grow old? Yeah. We're, we're aging, man. We're, we're aging. So what else is aging, but unlike a fine wine, more like a really behind the times juice. <laughs> A behind the times juice. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, like high, like Kool Aid changing the label or finally figuring out that you could sell it with the sugar inside it. Okay, yeah, uh, sure. PlayStation Plus <laughs> is now adding sugar to some of their subscriptions. You know what? The joke worked in my head, and you blew it. Yeah, you blew it. That's all right. I laughed so. Yeah, it's, that's the important thing. Yeah. Um, so PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now have become one conglomerate of oopsie, we're sorry, but it's still not good enough and it won't be Game Pass. It's not even a conglomerate of anything. It's still a multi-tiered system. It just costs more. Yeah, it, you can polish shit until it turns into a diamond. It's still shit. Yeah, but it's still, <laughs> but it's worth more. Uh, <laughs> so... For anyone who has uh, been too in, engrossed in the Oscars, and it's, <laughs> it's all so glory, true, uh, Sony took the opportunity to, <laughs> when everyone was not paying attention, took the opportunity to announce their updated. It's not even, I, I guess, is it still called PlayStation Plus? Because like, there's three tiers. It's like their updated subscription service. It is just called PlayStation Plus, and the way they like pitched it on the playstation blog was all new playstation plus launches in june with 700 plus games and more value than ever only on 86.9 the lake (laughs) but (laughs) i had to get that in there uh it yeah it's it's a mess so no no no, this is perfect they they fixed it they fixed playstation okay so this is funny i i got a good laugh this is on their playstation blog the first the first line of this is since launching launching PlayStation Plus in 2010 SIE has been at the forefront of innovation with game subscription services 
No, it doesn't. Uh, no, you haven't. You were the first to really, well, not even because Xbox Gold had games with gold for a while before. Actually, no, it didn't because you needed Xbox Live Gold to play on the Xbox and uh, 360, but I don't think it included games. The no. PlayStation 3, when they released PlayStation Plus, because the PS3 did not require an online subs- subscription to play online, they released PlayStation Plus as a service to get free, quote-unquote, games. Yeah. Uh, but clearly it was just uh, paving the way to re- be a requirement for online play for the PlayStation 4 and subsequently PlayStation 5. So they have had two subscription services separate. They had PlayStation Now, which was one of the first game streaming services. But Sony, like they do with a lot of things, they didn't really advertise it. The services wasn't the greatest. They would, I don't know, it was just kind of like a hidden thing. And then they had PlayStation Plus. Then Microsoft came out with this golden goose, which is called Game Pass, which has been like the greatest thing that they could have come out with, right? Even when it launched, it wasn't that great, but it was still better than nothing. Well, like when Game Pass launched, it was like advertising like a, a, a library of 100 plus games. Well, they were advertising it where it was going to be 100 games and they were going to rotate out. And yes, they do rotate games out, but there's way more than 100 games in there now and they're staying. A lot of them are, are staples to the game pass collection. Yes. So Sony has decided to do something to combat that. Um, and they created this new PlayStation plus thing. So essentially there's going to be three tiers. The base tier is called PlayStation plus essential. And it's exactly what PlayStation plus is. Now you get access to online gaming, your cloud saves and two monthly downloadable games. Nothing else changes. Then you have the PlayStation Plus Extra, which is this is where they take the PlayStation Now and merge it into PlayStation Plus, where you get everything that PlayStation Plus is with, it says, a catalog of up to 400 asterisks of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Um, they don't mention anything about day one downloads or day one first party games, which Microsoft has. And it's more expensive. Yeah. And then they have the PlayStation Plus Premium, where it's adds PS3 games to the mix, not even emulated, still streaming. So cloud streaming, which is not the greatest. Um, And then a collection of original PlayStation games, PS2 and PSP games on there for even more money. So here's the thing. This is stupid. You would think that Sony would put in the lower tier, the PS3 games, the PS2 and PS1 games in there. And then if you want to take advantage of having access to downloadable PS4 games and PS5 games, it would be the more expensive one. But why would they do that? <laughs> well, it just doesn't make sense. I think what they're hoping is that people will most more most likely want to just play the PS4 and PS5 games, so they're just going to subscribe to the the mid-tier one. 
I can't believe I get to quote this for a second time this week, but ma'am, this is a Wendy's. This is exactly, <laughs> this is literally Wendy's. Why would you go for the medium when the large is just a little bit more? Right. 14, 15, 16, 17, 15. Yeah, it's like $3 more. Yeah, duh. So the internet is not happy about this. The, did, you, did you think they would be? Well, you know what? They could have been. If they were, if they had decided that they are just going to maybe have two tiers, right? Have PlayStation Plus for the people who want to pay just for online play and then have the PlayStation Plus Premium where... If people want to access the PlayStation Now catalog and the game streaming and whatnot, uh, they would be in direct competition then with Microsoft and Game Pass because that's what Game Pass is. They have Game Pass Ultimate, which includes Xbox Live Gold, but you can also subscribe separately to Xbox Live Gold if you don't want to pay for Game Pass. So why is Sony making these like multi-tiered systems and making it confusing. And people are pissed because PlayStation Plus users are they're not really getting any any extra benefit from this. PlayStation yeah, like- Now users are actually being forced into the PlayStation Plus platform. And if they want to keep subscribing, it actually is costing them more. So they have to pay more for the for a service that they were using. And I know that there are people that just subscribe to PlayStation now, including myself. You subscribe to PlayStation now in January. No, just plus not now. So yeah, just plus I had a subscription to uh, PlayStation. Now Uh, it did come in handy from time to time. I was more interested in playing some of the PS3 games, but the streaming is just horrible and I have pretty good internet. Um, My big, my big thing was when I got my PlayStation and I looked it just what the value wasn't there for me. Like there just wasn't enough games. Like, yeah, I want to play these games, but I've also been taking my time playing like the few games that I have. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I play a lot of games, so I don't know. Like it, it, there was just never any value to it. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I got an email from Sony the other day because I'm subscribed to PlayStation now. So I got an email um, just kind of indicating the changes to the uh, to the system for PlayStation Now subscribers, and it's not very clear in it in what's happening. It says uh, we want to let you know that the PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now services are changing. Your PlayStation Now benefits will become part of a new PlayStation Plus service with a wider range of benefits, and the PlayStation Now will no longer be available as a service on its own. So what this means is as a current member of both services, your subscription will be combined into a single PlayStation Plus subscription plan with a single recurring payment date and price unless one or both of your memberships expire before the new service launches. So... Unfortunately, I won't really be able to see how this pans out because my PlayStation Now subscription expires uh, next month. And this whole thing, what, launches in June? Yeah, uh, June 1st? Something like that. So, And there's no way to subscribe for 
one year for PlayStation Now. They've they got rid of that a while ago. It's only month to month. Um, also, bad idea. Well, here's the thing: like if if I had subscribed for an extra year for PlayStation Now, then my PlayStation Plus subscription would expire in 2025 because I banked a lot of time on that one, and PlayStation Now would expire in 2023. Would that mix both of those subscriptions so that I would have the PlayStation Plus Premium until 2026? Or, because the way that they make it sound is that when my PlayStation Now subscription were to end, then my upgraded tier would end as well, and I would go be downgraded essentially to the uh, PlayStation Plus equivalent. It, it's just there's a lot of questions out there that aren't aren't being answered. So I look at it this way: coming coming as a man who works in telecom, Sony's fatal flaw is they don't retain customers. They just depend on people buying the console and hoping for the best. And I say that with with pause because at least Microsoft knows they can get you at three, six or 12 months at a time. Mm-hmm. And soon he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll get you for a month and then it'll go away. That's the same flaw with having like customers on a month to month cell phone agreement, right? Mm-hmm. You're free to do whatever the hell you want. You want to move to another company? Go for it. There's no locked in tenure. If you have somebody on a contract for two years because they bought a, a device You've got them for two years. And if Sony was just like, you know what? Like, I think one of the tiers that I just saw was 119 for a year, right? Uh, yeah, it's for the premium plus one. Yeah. So if you're looking at 119 and that's USD, I'd assume. Uh, yes. That That's at least locking people in. You're finally like trying to drive people into committing. The problem <laughs> is they're going I don't think they're going to do what Microsoft did when they tried to build up their their customer base. I don't think they're smart enough to offer it like I not maybe smart enough. I don't think they can afford to give it away for a dollar. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think it's in Sony's best like okay, it is in Sony's best interest to bring people on for a dollar till the end of their PlayStation um plus mm-hmm. or maybe $5 a month, something, anything. That's in their best interest, but it's also not because Sony's still hemorrhaging money. They're not doing very well. The PlayStation isn't as selling as well as people say it is because people are jacking up the prices for it. So the reselling market is... It's the best console of all time. It is. It is the greatest (laughs) super machine of all time. The super console. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is Sony's struggling with money. That is a well-known fact. And if it weren't for the success of things like Spider-Man right now, and hopefully Morbius does well, they like the 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 film side of Sony doing pretty well right now. You could mm-hmm. you could say that it's doing fine. But the gaming, they they were in so much debt because of the PS5 and the PS4 because they're losing money on games. They don't know how to bring cut like customers in as fast as they're losing them. Like the attrition rate is insane and you can't bring somebody in at $119 if you don't let people try the service first. Yeah. And I could see them doing some sort of trial, but it gets, 
Sony hasn't been the greatest with their like their licensings of stuff, right? Um, for example, if you claim a game on as part of a PlayStation Plus, you can't ever purchase the game to keep it if your subscription expires, which is fine. So while your subscription is there, you can still play the game. But for the times when people don't see a benefit in renewing their PlayStation Plus subscription and they want to purchase a game, you can't because you still have a license for that game. And in order to get Sony to revoke a license from your console, it's a big pain in the ass. I tried to do that once and it took me probably like three days of back and forth with customer service because they did not know how to revoke a license for a PlayStation Plus game. It's just, it's such a mess, man. It's, it's so, it's so annoying to see something that so many people love just get treated so poorly. And there's a reason that PlayStation Plus has better games than games with gold. Because that's the only thing keeping people on the subscription service. Mm-hmm. Even this week or this month, I think it's like a SpongeBob game, isn't it? Battle of Bikini Bottom, Hood, and something else. Slay of Spire. Uh, Slay the Spire. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Uh, pretty good PlayStation Plus uh, options this this month. But you know, when it comes, you know, Slay the Spire is on Game Pass. And I'm pretty sure Hood was on Game Pass unless that was a um, a Sony exclusive game or something like that. Not going to lie. I'm pretty excited to play Battle of Bikini Bottom. And yeah, actually, that's the, old, <laughs> the one I'm most excited <laughs> to play. Um, I, I think Sony, Sony is known to backtrack on things that they say that they're going to do. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a change or if they come out with some sort of great, um, not promo, but upgrade service or something like that. Like if you can convert your PlayStation plus membership to one of the higher tiers for a single charge until the end of your subscription, then I could do that. I would pay. I would honestly pay. I would pay like 50 bucks if I could just convert my entire PlayStation plus subscription to the premium plus tier. But see, that's the problem. You would pay $50. That's it. You'd pay $50. That's your limit. That's the problem. But here's the thing, though. Sony isn't getting any more money from me anyways for the next four years. But okay. So you you've still give, you've given it a monetary value to what you believe it's worth, right? To to you because they're, you're not going to buy in, you're not going to buy in. You're totally happy with the service that you're currently getting, correct? Yeah. And unless they start diminishing what they're going to start putting into the three free games a month, why the fuck would you change? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have no reason to change whatsoever, and that's your monetary value towards it. Where, like. Microsoft fans are getting off right now is what comes out April 5th? Uh, that's a good question. It, uh, I, I know we're almost at games of the month, but the the answer is MLB the show, the once PlayStation exclusive game. If you're a PlayStation user, are you getting that free on this PlayStation premium bullshit? No. 
Is it coming to Game Pass? Day one. Wow. Sweet. Right? I'm there excited. Is, <laughs> that, that's why, like, when you say something like, the most I'd pay is 50 bucks, is exactly why Sony's screwed. And I'm not advocating for Sony, but, like, figure it out, guys. Mm-hmm. You have to do something because you're not, like, this is not Game Pass. We're not asking it to be Game Pass. We're asking it to be something unique but you're just giving us the same thing that we've got before in a different package don't give me a tangerine and call it an orange it's essentially is they're taking they're taking playstation now and forcing playstation plus into it and saying okay now you have to to pay more for this right like it's screwing over the people that like i said it's screwing over the people that had playstation now and didn't care about playstation plus um but the thing is, is Sony essentially they need to come out with a Game Pass equivalent if they want to compete with Microsoft. They have to have something of the same surface. And Sony, yes, was the first person in or the first company to come out with a game streaming service, um, and then they they did expand it to have downloadable games on the PlayStation 4 4 and the PlayStation 5. They were the first ones. But Microsoft, they they took it and implemented it so well and advertised it. And that's the big thing is Sony didn't advertise PlayStation now. That they weren't making the money on it. But they have all this infrastructure. They've set this up that they need to utilize it, right? So this is their way of trying to get more people to sign up for it where they make it uh, a major part of their subscription service, and then you have to pay more for it. But they need to come out with uh, a direct competitor with Game Pass. Otherwise, it's just going to be the same thing. I agree and I disagree. I don't think it has to be a direct competitor. It just has to be something that brings proper value to playstation because playstation as most people know is like the it's the single game god right Mm -hmm. or the single player god like Mm -hmm. it's the the console you want to play single player games on well that's the thing though it's like they they could advertise a a game pass equivalent where they get all of their first party day one console exclusives on there right then you have people who are diehard PlayStation fans or are interested in playing some of these games, but you know, can't can't afford to buy a new $80, $90 game every month, right? They need the money though, dude. You lock them in for that year and they I know they need the money, but they have to do something to retain their members and to keep getting that money. Don't be a shitty company. Like, I love my PlayStation. But if my house was on fire and I had to choose between my PlayStation and my Xbox, my Xbox is going in my bag. It's not even close. Now, I don't wish my house would be on fire. I'm sure the PlayStation wouldn't even fit in your bag. That's why, right? No, I just... (laughs) All all the people I play with are on Xbox. My Xbox is my... Like, yeah, I like playing single player games on that too. And I love, like, I love the controller on the mm-hmm. Xbox. And I think that's a big thing, but that's my console. I like, I love playing the PlayStation. I love playing the games that are on the PlayStation. But if I had to choose one, it was Sophie's Choice, 
and somebody was standing there with a gun to both consoles, I'd let them shoot the PlayStation twice. <laughs> Speaking of uh, video games. Are you going to hit the, the hit the magic song that you love so much? Oh, which song are you talking about? No, don't. don't. Picking up strangers. Let me tell you about the dangers. You never know what they're out to get from you. You never know what they're going to try to do. Okay. Okay, okay. So <laughs> the good news is month. April is a very slow gaming month. So without further ado, there's some pre-order. There's some uh, pretty big, big releases this month, though. Oh, this is, there is some huge stuff. So we're obviously going to go through, um, even though we contradicted ourselves from last week's episode, it's either pre-order, wait for the review, or bargain bin. Pre-order essentially means you're going to buy it day one or week one, whichever works for your pay schedule, I guess. Yeah, we, we could we could change it. Well, well, pre-order is excitement. That's is like excitement. the... But yeah. then there's day one or no, pre-order, wait for reviews, or bargain so we could call it day one that's wait an Xbox for reviews. exclusive term <laughs> okay launch launch date or release day reviews or bargain bin okay sure Whatever. i like it's it. getting confusing yeah i'm, I'm very confused <laughs> and we both pre-ordered the first game on the list yes but for completely different reasons uh, yeah, so did I tell you I, I pre-ordered a second copy of it and I'm going to pull the little switcheroo? How are you? Yeah, I have seven days and they don't ask for it back. I already checked. Nice. All right, yeah. man. So Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. If you are a Star Wars fan or a Lego fan, this game is an absolute freaking must. Yeah, there is so much Star Wars stuff in this game. Um, it's nine games, it's bro. Nine. Yeah, nine full games, fully voice acted. Um, update graphics and controls. Like if you remember the Star Lego Star Wars games of past, you know, they were like hard the, and clunky. They were. Uh, they. Th- I'm excited for this one. Uh, that comes out on April 5th. Unfortunately for me, because I live in the uh, Great White North, I probably won't get it until at least the uh, the tenth or later. Thanks to uh, EB Games shipping and Canada Post. But well. Wow. In the I'm meantime, very <laughs> curious on how multiplayer is going to work with that online, because can you join my game? Can I join your game? Can we just join wherever? It'll be interesting. Yeah, because I I'm very excited to play both with my other half and you, because as I said to you guys on the show last week, we really like playing the Lego games and mm-hmm. it's something fun for us. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Uh, well, I'm waiting for Lego Star Wars to show up. I might be playing some MLB The Show that releases on the 5th as well. And um, if all goes well, seen on screen's Twitch, we'll be uh, streaming some MLB The Show. So the the tentative plan is we're going to do a simulated stream. No gameplay. We're just going to make a team and go. We might even do a fantasy draft and just see what happens. It'll be a lot of fun. But we're putting us in those games, right? Uh, I, I mean, I guess we could. I think you can do a creative player and put them in a fantasy draft. Yeah. 
But um, the other, you, you got to make sure you draft them too. Um, the thing <laughs> I that I found it. super I be interesting <laughs> about the the show releasing on Game Pass this year is they offered an MLB The Show 22 Game Box or Xbox Game Pass Early Access Bundle exclusive. So this piece of uh, content will cost you sixty three dollars, while the game is free, mind you. You get access to it on the first. You get four days of early access, two gold choice packs, 10 show packs, one ball player pack, daily double login rewards for your entire game, and 10K in stubs. So if you play the game competitively, you play the the card games, this is definitely a great value. And you don't have to spend the $129 on the collector's edition. It's kind of of like... uh... You know how you could buy early access games? Yeah. Where you get it at a like a discounted price or something like that. Now, if you buy this, do you still have access to the game if it if they remove it off of um Game Pass? I believe so based off the um if you are not a Game Pass subscriber, you will not get the 4 days early access. The bundle does not grant you entitlements to the MLB. Um <laughs> Well, that sucks. Why would someone do that? Because if you don't sign up for Game Pass, then you you don't get any of the stuff. If your subscription ends, you oh, don't get is, any of the stuff. It is just it's game not included. It's just all. So essentially, it's you're buying the DLC. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, this is exactly like those free to play games where you can buy like the founders packs and the those bundles like to get you started. That's essentially what it is. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of this stuff uh, going on, but. Um, if this wasn't on Game Pass, would I get it? Yeah, yeah, because it's on Xbox. Or now I have a PlayStation, so yes, regardless. Yeah, I, I the the show games have always been really good. I usually get buy them every two years because I find that there's not a big enough change between uh, between subsequent years. So the last one that I purchased was uh, the show nineteen. Oh, so you uh, missed all the advancements from last year's game. So I but did. you got it on Game Pass. I yeah, I did. Um, but if if it wasn't on Game Pass, I probably would I would have gone for this one for sure. Nice. Uh, uh, what's what next? do we got next? One that Sean doesn't really care about. Uh, <laughs> on the seventh, we have uh, Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition. This is a, uh, a an HD pseudo remaster because it doesn't look that great of uh chrono cross which came out on the playstation one uh it's coming out for windows nintendo switch ps4 and xbox one um i will probably buy this on release because i grew up playing this game a lot um i will probably get it for the nintendo switch because this is something that i would definitely play on my like on handheld um Interesting. Yeah. Well, good for you. But um, you're right. I did not care about that. <laughs> I know. I'm looking for uh, North America rarely gets physical versions of these games and stuff like that. Yeah. So the physical edition of this one, I think it's out in Europe and I can import it, which I might do just to have it just as a collector's item. You know, all but two games this month are coming out on the Switch. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It's a big month. You've got mm-hmm. House of the Dead remake coming out. 
You got 13 Sentinels coming out on the Switch. You've got Star Wars The Force Unleashed, which I'm pretty sure you're going to get. So uh, you no, I already have it. I have it already. On everything? I have it on 360. Fair enough. Um, a lot of these games are just, I would wait for the bargain bin, which reminds me, I found a bargain bin game in the wild. We found Roller Coaster Tycoon for the Switch. I know, and I'm still looking for it. But my local Walmart has been doing reline of their entire electronic section for the last like two weeks. So all of their bargain games are are off the floor. I will tell you that bin was full. And like I put my hand down on it and I was like, oh, I should take a look for a game. And I saw like a copy of Days Gone for $9.99 and I giggled. And then I like put my hand on the Switch stuff. I'm like, I wonder if, oh my God, it's in my hand. It just never happens like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Chernobylites coming out for the PS5 and the Xbox. Yeah, this is this is uh, going to be interesting. That one, it's it's like what a first person science fiction survival game, um, but takes place in Chernobyl, obviously. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised it's not delayed just for its geographical location, but the game looks good. It does. It. it uh, is that coming on on Game Pass? I I don't actually have a read on that. We I can take know. a look. But I, survival I horror RPG experience, like it, it looks like it will be pretty cool. Um, the, I would definitely Farm Fifty One, which makes some pretty decent games too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm definitely gonna. I would I would definitely buy that one at launch. Ooh, a lo- a just launch. for fun, right? Because I always like those kinds of games and stuff like that. Yeah, but would you buy Pocky and Rocky Reshined? Um. Did you ever play any of these games? I I don't think I did. They're old. Like, I remember having it randomly on Super Nintendo. I don't know why I had it on Super Nintendo. But it's like it's an old like side scrolling game, I believe. Yeah, it's Uh, like one of those like arcade shooter things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zombie Army 4 Dead War also coming out for the Switch. Yeah, this game has been out forever. This game came (laughs) out two years ago. On the uh, on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One, and now it's just coming on the Nintendo Switch. And it's going to look like butthole. Probably will. Um, I'm just quickly perusing the trailer. It looks bad. Yeah. Uh, on the 27th, we have the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Have you ever played the Stanley Parable? I have not, but uh, I, I've had like. I've looked at some video and stuff. It looks it's cool. it's like a, a comedy. It's like it's a comedy kind of mystery thing. The Stanley Parable is an Advent Guard interactive drama. Um, the game carries themes such as choice in video games, the relationship between the game creator and the player, and predestination slash fate. It was originally released in 2011 as a free modification for Half Life Two. Uh, this game is actually a ton of fun. It is very humorous. There's a lot of interesting puzzles in it. Um, I'm not too sure what like the Ultra Deluxe Edition here. What is it? Ultra Deluxe Edition uh, is a joint release. The game will be supported to the Unity engine to support consoles. Okay. Additional content will be added to this version as well. Okay. So it just looks like an updated version that's on a new engine. And uh, it looks really cool. I'm just like watching some of the trailer. It is a lot of fun. Um, if you if you can get it for cheap, I would say it's worth it. I don't know what the price is going to be, 
for this, but uh, I, we could on, always Game Pass. We could always, yeah. If it's not on Game Pass, we could always set up some sort of Steam library sharing, and you can try it out. Um, the biggest one of the month, which won't even come complete, the 29th, Nintendo Switch Sports. Now, it's impossible to find it in a bargain bin, but I'm in absolutely no rush to get this game. I will what? get it eventually. Why is that? I just, I've got to limit myself to what games I can buy right now, I guess. That's fair. Like, just looking at the next few months, the only game that I was really like super excited for in which I was paying for was Skywalker Saga. Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on uh, purchasing a, a whole lot of games this month. Um, but out of all of the things that are coming out, definitely Chrono Cross and Lego Star Wars. That's going to be that's going to be my uh, my purchases for this month. And I will probably play the shit out of Lego Star Wars. Did you? Did you see the viral video that was kind of going around the last little bit of what the servers look like for New World right now? Uh, no. So the game is dead. I'm not like, surprised. Like legitimately, I watched a video from today and the guy's like running through the city. There's no players playing. Just the town's empty. It, like at launch, it was full of people. People yeah, because there's a ton of hype behind that, right? But the game's now dying or dead. So how long before the game goes free to play? Um, Just to bring people back in? Yeah. I don't know. Bezos doesn't have a lot of money. I heard he's pretty poor. I know. Uh, the last thing I remember about New World was people were creating the human centipede in the game. But that was before the game even launched. That was in the beta. Right? And <laughs> Or early access. That's what it was. Um, people were creating the human centipede, and the developers were like, please stop. Please. Please stop. What is it? Time uh, TTP? Time to penis? Time to penis? T-T-H-C. Time to human centipede. That's what it was in that game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that is kind of where we're at for for the end of the month, and we're, we're starting April. David and I probably aren't going to record next week because we'll be too busy playing Star Wars. Just kidding. We'll be recording. We might have a special guest or two next week. It just depends on how schedules work out. At least it's going to happen next month. And I feel like we can announce it because we, we talk about this game quite a bit. And this oh, is... I, been, go ahead. I was going to say, this is something that we've been in the works for quite some time and it's happening. Right. Yeah, we we just don't know the the magnitude of the people joining, so we should probably wait off until we know. But we have something really special coming. <laughs> yeah, like really, it's it could po- quite possibly be the greatest interview we've ever had in the history of interviews. That is true. It is it is an interview. Um, that's for sure. And we also have in the, in the coming weeks another Max episode. So Max will be joining us, and we're going to be talking about Will Ferrell movies and are they cash or are they crap? Yeah, the better so, Will of the Wills in Hollywood. I still think <laughs> it was appropriate to do Will Smith hit or miss. But I know. To each his own, I guess. But mm-hmm. that's it for this one. For myself and for David. He's so cool. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out. Will Smith 
smack the shit out of it. Don't mention alopecia. My wife gonna end up in a fight and I'll stab you with a knife. That's right. Wow. If you mention that Fresh Prince Queen, I'll put you with a cheek just so everyone can see. Okay. That nobody fucks with me unless they fuck my wife. That's okay with me. You can 